1: This is Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Hello, friends. Mike Lee here, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, Talk 1640, 93.1 L-Ray, and 104.1 The Fish. Proud to bring Fish Fest back Saturday, August 19th with Mercy Me, Matthew West, Mac Powell of Third Day, Andy Minio and Jordan Feliz to Riverfront Park in Salem. And what better way to promote your church? ministry or business then in front of thousands of people with a booth at Fish Fest Saturday or Reventone Sunday for 93.1 Elbray or even at both events. You can get noticed the weekend that people are coming from all over the world to see the eclipse in Salem. Just email me for more details. Find out how you can get your own booth. My email address is MikeLee at KPDQ.com. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at KPDQ.com. And if you tune into our sister station, 93.9 KPDQ weeknights at 6. You'll be enjoying Pastor Daniel Fusco and Jesus is Real Radio, one of the most popular and engaging and enlightening programs we are blessed to have on our airwaves. And we've got a very special event to invite you to. It's coming up on Friday, June 9th at Crossroads Community Church in Vancouver. They're hosting a live taping of Real with Daniel Fusco Ministries. Daniel Fusco has been on the air for a little over eight months now on k 2 TV. KRCW, and national television stations as well. And the event is an opportunity for those who want to learn more about the ministry and for those who are faithfully contributing. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun and here to tell us all about it. Pastor Daniel Fusco, how are you, my friend? Mike, I'm doing
2: great, everyone out there. It's great to see you guys and hope everyone's doing amazing.
1: So tell us about Real TV. We're quite familiar with Jesus is Real Radio Tell us about the TV aspect and what led you into being on the visual side.
2: Yeah, so what happened was, in a lot of ways, like doing the the Jesus is Real radio program, I had uh, some folks on our team here at Crossroads who said, you know, Pastor Daniel, I think God wants to use you uh, in a different way. And and obviously taking the step onto the radio um, made a lot of sense for us because our founding pastor, Bill Ritchie, his brand new program, you know, had uh, some 30 years on on KPDQ, and, and so Uh, In the same way, after we had kind of gotten settled into doing the Jesus Israel radio program and gotten such a great response to it, another guy on the team said, hey, um, we might want to talk about doing a TV ministry, to which I summarily started laughing, because I don't really see myself as... you know, a a TV uh, minister in that way. And and obviously, um, for many people, there's uh, all sorts of connotations that go with that. And uh, what ended up happening through a really unique series of events, uh, I was approached by someone who's been really uh, deep into the space of uh, Christian television, a guy named Damon Davis at uh, Legacy Worldwide out in Nashville. And he just started talking to us about – me praying and us praying about this, because he had seen I do those two-minute messages that are on Facebook Monday to Friday uh, on my Facebook page, and the popularity of those and, and how I'm, I'm trying to communicate the gospel, like, on a medium like on Facebook, which isn't, uh, it's not Christian radio, and it's not um, at church, but it's, it's in, like, kind of a, just a public uh, forum. Where there are believers and non-believers and all the, and, and all of that. And so, um, he saw the two-minute messages and he said, if I can get this guy on TV, we have a chance to start reaching the lost through Christian television. And so, and through a number of uh, situations, we decided that we were going to take a step of faith and we were going to, uh, enter the world of, uh, TV. So we ended up calling, instead of calling it Jesus is real TV, we called it real TV because, uh, because of, um, my age, and the fact, you know, I don't look like every pastor. Um, no two pastors look the same, but I look different than most of them. And um, uh, we felt like if someone was just scrolling through uh, the guide on their television channels, if they saw Jesus is Real, they might not watch it because they're not a Christian. But if they just saw Real, they say, hey, I want to check that out, and um, they might get drawn into it. And so it's been a really amazing step of faith. Uh, We just found out over the last about three weeks uh, through our our TV ministry we've had uh, over 40 people text that they're giving their life to Jesus to uh, our code that we do on the TV ministry so that we can follow up with them and try and connect with them and get them a Bible and and resources. So the the goal to try and reach the lost uh, as a Christian pastor through uh, uh, television is uh, something that God has really been uh, moving in, and I'm super blessed by it.
1: Well, if there's anything I'm impressed by when it comes to you, Daniel Fusco, is your humility and your obedience to the Lord. So when you started doing these two-minute messages on Facebook, and friends, if you're on Facebook, I want you to look up hashtag two-minute message, that hashtag, the numeral two-minute message, to get some wonderful brief messages from Pastor Daniel that are just life-building. And to have that build into... Real TV, I think, is a thing of beauty, Daniel. And I think of uh, well-meaning friends I might know on social media who come up with things like, if you're not ashamed of Jesus, you must share this post and like it. And I think to myself, is Jesus kind of up in heaven right now, just kind of shaking his head and scratching his chin, thinking, what are these people thinking? So I love the fact that you have deliberately branded your TV ministry as Real TV to make sure that you embrace as many people as possible, which at the same time, is not being ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ in any mean. So did it take a lot to come to that decision versus your radio ministry, which is airing on Christian stations?
2: Yeah, so it it, it didn't take a lot because um, the Bible reminds us all the time that uh, God realizes that language plays differently in different settings. Like, if you look at the four Gospels, you know, Matthew's Gospel was written for a Jewish audience, so it keeps quoting Scripture, whereas uh, Mark's Gospel wasn't written for a Jewish audience, and it quotes almost no Scripture. And even the way it expresses the quoting of Scripture puts it in a context that can be understood by the non-Jewish mind in that generation. And so, for me, I pastor a, a Christian church, but even as I preach at Crossroads, I'm always mindful that I am preaching to a mixed multitude because I want our, our Sunday, our weekend gatherings as a church, whether it's our campus in Southwest Portland or our campus here in Vancouver, uh, I want there to be non-believers there. I want Crossroads be a place where people who aren't Christians can explore who Jesus is in a in a community that is a, a, a not messing around with the Bible, and so even on the Jesus is Real radio program, I know it's being aired on Christian stations, but um, um, it's still being preached in a way that takes into to mind that there's going to be non believers there, or I like to use the analogy of or Jesus talked about the the different soils where uh, one is a good prepared soil, and it gives a great harvest, and there's the the shallow soil and the rocky soil, and then there's the soil that has the thorns. And so I'm trying to preach in that way. And so when it came to doing the Facebook two-minute messages, right away, I'm like, well, Christians are going to like this because, you know, in two minutes, you can only say so much, but it's only 120 seconds. So I want to give... Jesus, but I want to package it in a way that even if someone isn't a Christian, they can understand it, because I realize that the bulk of people on Facebook aren't Christian. So it's a great outreach opportunity, and then with the TV, it was like, well, we need to gear this more like um, how we would do a two-minute message, where it's not uh, soft-pedaling the gospel, it's what I would consider appropriately explaining the gospel, given the context in which we're we're trying to do it. And again, if I did just Christian television, then uh, I would do the program a little different. I mean, we are on nationally on the Hillsong Channel, and we're getting an amazing response from our program even there. But the stuff that we're doing on a non-Christian uh, outlets is the stuff that really makes me the most passionate. I want to go, I want to go, uh, I want to be a fisher of men. And, uh, I, and most people have a TV, and most people will never go to church have a TV. So if there's a chance I can, I can bring the church to them on the television, I'm like, oh, let's do that. That sounds exciting.
1: So how do you encourage people now across the country through this television ministry to engage locally at a good, strong, Christ-following, Bible-believing church, and not just stay glued to their TV, get their God fix in, and move on with the week? Well,
2: yeah, in in all the programs, we're always talking about, listen, if if you're local to us here, we'd love to have you here, or there's great churches in our area, but we want you to get plugged into a local congregation. See, God not only delivers us from our sins through the finished work of Jesus, but He he brings us into the people of God. And so um, we want to see, I, I want to see the real program and the Jesus is Real radio program be something that draws people Back into local churches, and you know I talk about this a lot in the ministry that I do that a lot of people have church hang ups, and some of those hang ups with church are um, are feel justified. But I always remind people that the church, the people of God, that's the, the bride of Christ. And that bride is being prepared for her wedding day. So when we run into imperfections in the church, Jesus came for that reason, and he's not finished with his church yet. And so uh, I always say that we're in process. That's the word that I love to use. And so I try and help bridge uh, for people who've maybe gotten hurt by church or burnt out by church or uh, have had bad experiences, just to kind of remind them of who the church is, and so I, my prayer is that the, the ministry that we do uh, regionally and nationally and internationally uh, through the TV ministry or the Two Minute Messages also helps to to build up the local church, because I am a local church pastor, and I believe that God's plan for His people is not only the church universal. Uh, the, the one people of God, but also gathering together in local expressions and growing and and uh, and becoming more and more like christ together
1: we 're going to find out more about this June 9th event at crossroads community church and if you 're between churches right now or just looking for something new or maybe you've just relocated to the Portland Vancouver area. One good church that we can seriously endorse wholeheartedly would be Crossroads Community Church on Northeast 78th Street, just west of I-205 in Vancouver. You can find out more information about Crossroads on their website, crossroadschurch.net. That's crossroadschurch.net. You can find out more about Jesus Is Real Radio, 6 p.m. weeknights on 93.9 KPDQR sister station, at jesusisrealradio.com. And there's a whole lot of information on Daniel's own website, DanielFusco.com. That's DanielFusco.com, spelled D-A-N-I-E-L-F-U-S-C-O.com. More with Lead Pastor Daniel Fusco next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Welcome back to Difference Makers on True Talk 800 with Daniel Fusco, Lead Pastor of Crossroads Community Church in Vancouver, in addition to being the host of Jesus is Real Radio, 6 p.m. weeknights on 93.9 KPDQ. And Daniel, thanks so much for joining us today. What's going on on Friday, June 9th that you'd like to share about?
2: So I'm really excited about this event, Mike, because with the the TV ministry, for so many people, they've they're interested in what like how does a TV show get made, and what we've done uh, in doing the real programs is a number of times we've we've invited people in just to be a part of it, just to watch a taping, to watch what happens, to be able to laugh at all the, the gaffs and the outtakes that go on, uh, which are plentiful as it relates to me and the ministry that I get to do. And uh, so what we decided to do is we wanted to have kind of uh, an event on June 9th at our campus in Vancouver uh, for anybody who wants to come. And it's going to be a time of, of fellowship. We're going to actually record an episode of Real that evening. And it'll give people a chance to see kind of behind the scenes. Because what I didn't realize in when we started the, the program was that I like, had never seen a TV show be produced. I'd never seen all the different pieces that are involved. And it was really uh, fascinating for me to learn as I'm involved in it. And as we've invited groups of people in to join us as we've been taping, uh, the response has just been so uh, beautiful because people are like, wow, I never realized that this is what it looks like and this is how it goes. And and uh, and uh, all the laughter that goes on, I think it gives people a behind-the-scenes look uh, of something that they they are... If they enjoy, um, for most people, they enjoy television shows, but they never really think about how they're made. And so I figured it would be a great opportunity to get people, and it will also raise some awareness to, to what we're trying to do, uh, which is um, use the medium of television to literally go and chum the waters in the in the, the deep blue ocean of people who are outside of the body of Christ with the simple message that Jesus is real. So the the prospects of what we can do on that Friday night is really amazing because it helps people get a, a vision for what we're doing and why we're doing it.
1: So up till now, Daniel Fusco, how many people attending the real TV tapings are from Crossroads, your own church, versus curious outsiders? And would you like to see that grow or change at all?
2: Yeah. So. It's been almost primarily people who have been uh, part of the Crossroads family or people who have been uh, kind of partners and supporters of the the, the, real, uh, the Daniel Fusco Ministries side of it. But we really wanted to open it up to other people because I realize so many people are fascinated by media, by television. And for me, it's, um, I realize I pastor a local church, but as you know, a Bible teacher on KPDQ with the Jesus is Real program and, and now with the television and with the stuff we're doing on social media— I also realized that uh, God has given us the opportunity to, to minister His Word uh, regionally and nationally and internationally, so we wanted to invite people who are interested or who are enjoying the ministry to come, and I also like to meet people as well. I'm such a social person. I, lo- I just think people are so amazing, and I love I mean, Crossroads as a, as a, a really large church, or campus in Vancouver. We have our, our new campus in southwest Portland, uh, which God is doing an amazing work, and it's just about five months old. Uh, you get to... I just love to meet people, and I love to hear their stories, and I love to hear what God's doing in their lives. So we figured it'd be a great opportunity to also, to be able for me to scratch my social butterfly itch as well with people who are uh, part of the the Jesus is Real, the the real family uh, who are not just a part of Crossroads.
1: And when we think of family, when we think of the Church, friends, we're talking about fellow believers in Christ. We're not talking about a single building or denomination, and oddly enough, the Church commonly known now as Crossroads Southwest Portland, was formerly known as Calvary Chapel Portland, where Pastor Terry McNabb uh, led it for 23 years. He still attends there. And now Pastor Gay Moreno is the campus pastor. So Dana, tell us about expanding to another branch and how the transition has been for you all so far.
2: You know, it's been, it's another amazing story. It's a lot like the amazing story of me landing at Crossroads in my transition with, uh, with Pastor Bill Ritchie to become the lead pastor here. Because Pastor Bill and his family still all attend Crossroads or are intimately, uh, Involved in all that goes on here, although from a different seat. So I had known Pastor Terry for many, many years, and when I got here, we'd have lunch regularly. And um, God was really ministering to to Pastor Terry about uh, the future of Calvary Portland. He had been pastoring there for uh, some over 20 years, and uh, was saying, "We really want to reach." Our community, and so we were throwing ideas around, and you know we were we were kind of just brainstorming and I said, "Well, I have a crazy idea. What if we make Uh, what are we making a campus of Crossroads? And, uh, both Pastor Terry and myself were very close with Pastor Gabe Moreno, who, who we've known for years and who we've gotten to do ministry with. And, and Gabe was very, very excited not only to come and to be our campus pastor, but he also, he had been praying him and his wife that I would love for Crossroads to be involved in this. And so it was just an amazing coming together of, of two congregations and uh, a number of pastors who all decided, "Hey, this is something that um, God can do some amazing, amazing things through." And so, for it, it started with an idea, and then. Uh, Pastor Terry brought it to the board of, of, of Calvi Portland, and very quickly everyone's like, "This is a wild idea. Let's we should pray about this." And God began to confirm it. And and once they started saying, "Hey, this is something we really want to explore," then I brought it to our board, and and we had known that we were going to become a multi-site church uh, in 2017. Uh, with all that God has done in Crossroads in the last number of years, um, we knew that we we love our our campus in Vancouver, but we can't reach our whole county from the center of Vancouver. We can't reach the region. And so having our local outposts, uh, local congregations who can incarnationally minister within a, a unique community um, was something that we, were, we had been looking at, we'd been strategizing for. And very quickly we're like, oh, yeah, we have to do this. And also because we've also, in Vancouver, because of the Jesus Israel program on KPDQ and the stuff that we've been doing, we meet a lot of people who come from all over Portland, and they'll come for a visit uh, up in Vancouver, and they're like, we love what God's doing here, and this is an amazing place. Uh, but we live 35 minutes away. We live 40 minutes away. We live an hour away. And so, uh, so we encourage them to go get plugged into churches in their community. And so it just became, it just made a lot of sense. And that transition has been, I say all church transitions are hard. Mm. And they're hard because, um, when churches are changing, people, they love the church that they're at. And so when things are changing, uh, it's, it's never easy, but God is in the midst of it. And just like the transitions we've had here in Vancouver, uh, the, the church in Southwest Portland, uh, it's changing. But, uh, for the bulk of the people who are there, they just love what's happening. And Pastor Terry loves what's, loves what's happening. And we've been seeing people come to Christ. And, uh, we're seeing all people, you know, new people every single week. We're only about five months into this. And, uh, you know, the the congregation has doubled in size in that in those five months, which uh numerical growth isn't the only indicator of health. Sometimes there's unhealthy numerical growth as well. Mm-hmm. But people are, are stepping on into what the Lord is doing and uh I'm really excited about what God is doing there. And I think that God's got some really unique plans for our Southwest Portland campus and I can't wait to see what how they all unfold in the coming weeks and months.
1: It's a thing of beauty to see, especially because Pastor Terry McNabb hosted Revive at 4 p.m. weekdays on True Talk 800 for years, and we just love him, his family, and his preaching style. And it's not surprising that you two would be so like-minded as you were with Bill Ritchie, the host of Brand New for 26-odd years here on KPDQ. So I need to ask you this. You mentioned that there is unhealthy growth in a church. Could you elaborate on that, Blaze?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, so, you know, there's a a common saying, and I've used it many times, that healthy things grow. But then I'm also reminded that uh, tumors grow, too. And so not all growth is healthy growth. And so I think um, sometimes... Uh, an unhealthy growth could be if a church is struggling and uh, everybody is leaving. You know, uh, you know. sometimes churches are struggling for real reasons and people leave for a real reasons. I don't think someone should be at a church forever. But not all numerical growth is healthy growth. Um, one of the things that we talk about a lot at Crossroads, and especially our campus in Vancouver has been a very large church for a very long time, is that we really want to see uh, family members who are fully engaged. And so sometimes you can have... It's it's not hard to collect a crowd, but God isn't looking just for a crowd. He's looking for a a congregation, an army, a network of interconnected relationships. And so, oftentimes, because it's hard to get people engaged, churches are just content to just say, "Well, hey, we just have a lot of people. We do whatever we need to do just to get people in the building, so we can celebrate that." And so, you know, we still care about the number of people because we realize every. A number is a person that Jesus came, and he, he, he came on a rescue mission for, and he died on the cross for. So we don't want to invalidate that. But we actually don't think that's the only metric, because we want to see people grow in their walk. We want to see, you know, we, we're meant to be as disciples. And so discipleship is a process, and the local church is the primary uh, 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 ground for discipleship to happen. So for us, not only seeing people attend on our our weekend large you know family gatherings, but see them filtered into our discipleship based ministries, whether it be men's or women's or or community groups or recovery groups and all these different things that we do. For me, that's a, that's another metric of of health. And then, of course, are people serving? Are they serving in their local church and in their community? So we want to see all those things line up, Uh, gathering a crowd. I mean, you could give away a a new car at a church and people will come, but that doesn't mean that they're disciples. And so I think sometimes we can get so focused on numerical growth and we're not willing to worry or wonder if people are actually being disciples or they're just showing up for a, a concert or a show, so to speak.
1: You can hear Daniel Fusco's teachings weeknights at 6 on 93.9 KPDQ. And the man is simply all about Jesus, which is why we want to invite you to Real TV's live taping coming up Friday, June 9th at 7 o'clock p.m. at Crossroads Community Church, Northeast 78th Street, just west of I-205 in Vancouver. More information will be listed at CrossroadsChurch.net and also DanielFusco.com, spelled Daniel F-U-S-C-O.com. More with Pastor Daniel next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. You're listening to Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Justin Mansfield is producing today. And across the phone line, Pastor Daniel Fusco, who can be heard every weeknight at 6 on our sister station, 93.9 KPDQ, with Jesus is Real Radio following the Georgine Rice Show. And he wants to invite you to his church, Crossroads Community Church on Northeast 78th Street, just west of I-205 in Vancouver, for a very special event. It's a live taping of his television ministry, Real TV, Friday, June 9th at 7 o'clock p.m. So, Pastor Daniel, we're very excited for what you're doing, not only with radio and on social media, your own website, and now with Real TV, but what's going on in the community as well, I'm curious.
2: Well, one of the things that I love so much, especially about doing ministry here in the Portland Vancouver metro area, it's not only us at the crossroads, uh, so many churches are engaged uh, in a real active way in our community with an active faith so you know I love seeing the the people of God gather together in our congregations and be equipped for the for the work of ministry that's what the Apostle Paul says in ephesians four and then we go on into our community you know God's doing a lot. Uh, at, at Crossroads, we've been engaged in uh, working with refugees uh, now for a number of years. Uh, we're, we're engaging in a, in a more uh, a substantial way in, uh, in the foster care system, and we've adopted schools. And so, to me, that's one of the, you know, being salt and light in our world, uh, one of the greatest ways we can do that is to uh, act with the, as the hands and feet of Jesus because of the finished work of Jesus. And that self-sacrificial service in the community gives us a context to be able to explain why we do these things, which is because of the, the death and resurrection of Jesus. And I love that in this area, so many churches are uh, not only gathering together, but also then... Uh, being the church scattered, going into the community as salt and light in so many different ways. And that gets me so excited about what God is doing in this uh, in this season, in the life of the people of God here in the Pacific Northwest.
1: So can you specifically elaborate on what you are doing with the refugee situation?
2: Sure. So, you know, long before we had a, a refugee crisis, uh, God, you know, the Bible speaks of a God who's a missionary God, uh, a God of every tribe, nation, and tongue, and and we become we had become very very aware uh, through working with organizations like uh, Luther Community Services uh, that. Uh, Portland and Vancouver was one of the the settling spots for refugees coming out of uh, the war torn countries in the Middle East and Southeast Asia, and so uh, we realized that God was sending the uh, the nations to us in this way, and we you know we were really challenged, of course, by uh, when Jesus said. Uh, However, you want men to treat you, do also unto them. That classic, the the golden rule, and. We started to really just pray through what it would mean if we were uh, forcibly displaced from our homeland, from uh, what we understand with languages we know and 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 uh, a style of life that we understand if we were brought to a place where uh, we don't have the language, we don't understand how the culture works, and then in a lot of ways when refugees get resettled, they have only a very short window of care, then they're on their own, and so there's just a great need, and we felt that this would be an area that we could meet our world in its place, in a place of pain in the name of Jesus, and also be able to be on mission of uh, bringing the gospel across the world uh, through really reaching the people who God was sending right to our community. And so we've done, uh, we work very intimately with Lutheran Community Services. We have offered a 360-degree care for families. So everything from getting them uh, settled into an apartment, all the things that they need, tutoring them on language skills, bringing them to the store and helping them understand how uh, checkout at a checkout at Costco works. You know, uh, being uh, somebody who they can call in the midst of a million questions that they have, that we would be uh, there for them. Uh, We've done all sorts of drives as crossroads uh, to get uh, just the most basic necessities that we have a tendency to take for granted, that when someone comes as a refugee, oftentimes they they come with just a a few pairs of clothes. They have no supplies, uh, like no plates, no silverware. Uh, no towels, I mean, all like just the most basic things. And so we want to come not only with just things, but also with the ability for relationships. We've, had, we've hosted potlucks here at our campus in Vancouver where people have gathered together who are all of the same ethnicity, who are all refugees in this area, just so that they can build relationships with people who are also refugees uh, from their same uh, community. And so uh, whatever the needs are, we just want to jump in. We always say at Crossroads, uh, we want to simply respond to Jesus. And so whatever the needs are, we just try and jump in and see how we can help or how we can connect to other people who want to help. And it's been a beautiful, beautiful thing that God has been doing in our community, and we just feel blessed that we get to be a part of this. And we're learning so much from the men and women who are refugees here in the States, and uh, and our hearts are breaking for them and their families and their homeland. And uh, we're just blessed that we could be involved.
1: Pastor Daniel Fusco is the lead pastor of Crossroads Community Church, inviting you out to a live taping party of Real TV, Friday, June 9th at 7 o'clock p.m. Pastor Daniel, I love what you, the entire Crossroads family, and your surrounding helpers are doing for the refugees. So how are they taking it, I'm curious, when you're just giving them all this stuff and supply needs and opportunities to meet other people of their own ethnicity? How are they receiving this? Do you ever— Get any raised eyebrows or people questioning why you're hooking them up so well?
2: Yeah, um, you know, so pe- people are there. Def- there's definitely been people who've been very, very surprised by uh, by the generosity of, of of what we're trying to do. But really, we just get, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, and um, for for the folks at Crossroads, you know we don't just want to be um, we don't just want to be uh, one directional in our generosity, and so we realize that everyone is a teacher and everyone is a student, and so it's important for us to, with the humility of uh, of Jesus, to to approach. These men and women; these are men and women who are who have dignity, who have who, are, who have pride, and so we don't want them to just see themselves as as a charity case. But but they're human beings; they're created in the image and likeness of God, and so for us, it's all about relationship building. And we don't only really do it with refugees in the same way; all of our. A work of social compassion with people who are on what we would say on the margins, uh, people who are in vulnerable positions. It's always that for us. We're looking to build relationships, and uh, and we feel like in the context of relationship, not just in the context of of um, unilateral generosity, but in the context of relationship, the gospel runs forth. And so what's beautiful is they you know they realize like that we're a church, and they say you know you're followers of 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 East of Jesus, and we say yeah we are. And, and and we love you because Jesus loves you, and and so and so we're not uh, shy about where we're coming from, but we just get a lot of thank you so much, and and for the families who we get to uh, grow deeper with when we're giving kind of more pronounced care, um, those relationships are, are amazing. Like we even have a, a woman who's been on our staff for a number of years who's actually beginning to transition off staff because she kind of. Uh, married two of our passions, fo- you know, children in foster care and refugees, and she actually just took in two teenage refugees as foster kids. And wow. so it's just a, a powerful story of how this is being embodied, and and it's such a beautiful thing because they're her sons, and uh, and it's such a beautiful relationship, and and we just feel honored to to see what God is doing, and just like our sister on, uh, who's on our staff, part of our family, who's really. Just grabbed hold of this. We have so many people who are either pressing into work with refugees or pressing into uh, foster care. Uh, we had another uh, family on our staff. Uh, the husband was on our staff. He just transitioned off staff because they just brought in uh, three fo- three foster teenagers. And so it's really beautiful to watch how, not only from like a congregational level, but from a staff level, people are taking those steps of faith and uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus in uh, situations that are very challenging. But they're like, "Hey, we're, we're just gonna we're gonna just trust the Lord, and we're gonna see what He's gonna do."
1: I love the fact that you're actually doing and serving the community as well as you are at Crossroads, Pastor Daniel Fusco. So as a result of just simply loving on people and supplying their basic daily needs. Have you had any people inquire about the Lord, saying, what's up with this Jesus guy that your church follows that you would do all these nice things for us?
2: Oh, there's not a week that goes by, Mike, that we don't meet people who was on the receiving end of something that we're doing. And, you know... As a church, we have a pretty active, uh, kind of approach in the community. So there's all sorts of things that are going on. Like we actually have all of our ministries have a missional component to it. So like our men's ministry, our, our women's ministry, they have a pen pal program to an all woman's prison, you know, like our men's ministry is engaged working with veterans and working with homelessness. And so we have big, huge, you know, church wide initiatives. And then we have all of our ministries have uh, smaller initiatives. And so every week I meet somebody who, uh, they came because, hey, uh, you guys sent, you know, we, we did a single mom in-reach into our church where, uh, through a number of ministries, we're like, we're just going to bust the single moms of our church, where we sent teams over to their homes to take care of uh, handyman-type stuff. We had their cars go to uh, a local mechanic, and we got them oil changes. You know, we had a special reception for all the moms and their kids with a special speaker and a catered breakfast with a... Uh, gift cards for manicures. You're just a way to, you know, James said that a pure and undefiled religion is to visit widows and orphans in Mm. in their needs and keep ourselves unspotted from the world. And we've had the number of people who came just because they knew single moms who were on the receiving end of that. That alone, I must have met 40 different people who came and visited, some who have now made a home at Crossroads, people who are like, I don't, I don't believe in Jesus, but what you're doing is amazing. And what we also love that happens, Mike, is that on a lot of things we do, we have people who are non-believers, who aren't Christians, who want to come help us with it. Which we always say, absolutely. Come help us. And And that through that shared service, it gives us an opportunity through the relationships that are built to be able to minister the gospel for people to be able to see people who Jesus is their Lord, who are following Jesus, who are seeing the gospel in a way that they can understand and we can talk to them about it. And I that just blows my mind. It gets me even more excited about what we get to do every single day.
1: Pastor Daniel Fusco, your excitement is infectious. And friends, there's no church too big or too small to contribute to the immediate community as well as in the big picture, maybe it 's eventually it 's on television like it is for real TV and Pastor Danny would like to invite you to crossroads community Church on northeast seventy eighth street just west of i two o five in Vancouver for a party with food and music and getting behind the scenes of a live taping of real TV that 's Friday, June 9th at seven p m at Crossroads Community Church in Vancouver. I'll leave all the details up on the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com. And when we return, more with Pastor Daniel next on Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Thanks so much for joining Difference Makers on True Talk 800. Mike Lee here interviewing interesting people making a difference in the community. So you may remember in May, we celebrated Foster Care Awareness Month with Brooke Gray from Embrace Oregon and our friend Kathleen Sherman, who walked away from a lucrative career in sales here at Salem Media Group, to foster three sons of her own, and one of the people on the forefront of helping out the foster system would be Pastor Daniel Fusco, host of Jesus is Real Radio, 6 p.m. weekdays on 93.9 KPDQ, and he's also inviting you to a party at Crossroads in Vancouver, Friday, June 9th at 7 p.m. for a live taping of Real TV. So, Pastor Daniel, thanks so much for what you do in the community as well as on TV, and on radio. So can you give us your perspective as a pastor from the church of how we can contribute to the foster care system?
2: Well, so there's such great needs in the foster care system in every community, and there are dedicated men and women who that is what they do, that is what they're passionate about. So what we've done at Crossroads is we just went to them and said, how can we help? What do you need? You know, and, and we've done so many different things. that we realize that in in Clark County, there is over 700 kids in the foster care system, and there's only about 220 families who are involved. So right there, you see a huge disparity, and not only families who are taking kids in uh, in kind of a full time basis, but everything from uh, when when a child has to be removed. Is there a safe place that they can go until they get placed? Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to give a one-night respite for foster care families, and so. When we approached uh, Clark County Foster Care, very quickly we realized that foster care, there are men and women who are just, uh, this is their passion, and they're doing the best they can with limited resources and limited help. So one of the biggest things that they needed was was people to want to be involved. So we've been hosting uh, informational meetings at our church. We've had about 180 people go through it already. And the folks from the foster care, they were just, Oh, thank you so much! You know this is amazing that you would even think to engage yourself. And we tell our congregation, we say, Listen, "If you're even remotely interested, just come check it out." Doesn't mean everyone's going to become a full time foster family, but. Just check it out. And what we're finding is that not everybody can do everything, but everybody can do something. We've done things like uh, where we would we had a, our VBS last year. Every year with our, our Vacation Bible School that we have, we want to have a, a, some sort of mission component to it. So last year in talking with the foster care system, they said what we would love, it'd be a great thing is if we can get stuffed animals because oftentimes when kids are removed, I mean, obviously when a child is removed from their home, the situation, they're always heartbreaking and horrible, and often they're just removed and all they have is what they had with them when they came to get them. And so uh, the foster care system wanted to be able to give them a little stuffed animal, something that's there for that child in that horrendous situation. And so our VBS last year, we collected about 450 stuffed animals, and all the kids who came to the Crossroads VBS last year prayed for those stuffed animals. And what was amazing is about two months later, one of the women uh, who her family is a foster family And her and her family have been serving in Crossroads Kids for many, many years. Um, They received a foster child, uh, and that child, all they were carrying was a stuffed animal.
0: Wow. And right
2: away, they started weeping because we realized that the stuffed animal, the reason they were able to get the kid a stuffed animal is because our kids collected them for VBS, and then as a child showed up, all they showed up with was a stuffed animal. And so sometimes the needs are so simple. But because oftentimes people aren't asking, they're not asking these organizations what are your needs, what what can we do, how can we help? Uh, you know, oftentimes I think that what the church makes the mistake of is saying this is what we're going to do, rather than I, I would say I don't want to create things, I want to partner. Mm. And so we stepped into foster care knowing that there are hundreds and thousands of people who serve faithfully in foster care. So we just came and said, how can we help? And uh, and they asked for all sorts of things and the things that we feel that we can do and, and we can do well. We said, yeah, we can do that, we can do that. And and so with each passing week, you know, like we did a a, a, a drive just for our Easter where we did uh, little go bags. So, again, in light of uh, kids who are being removed from their homes, when they show up, there's, you know, do they have – you know, a change of clothing? Do they have a toothbrush? Do they have toothpaste? Do they have, uh, you know, maybe like a little notebook and a pen to be able to write in? So we, you know, we did a thing where we collected about uh, 350 go-bags for these kids. And then obviously we have uh, all sorts of people who are involved in receiving fosters and long before we got engaged as a ministry in it, we had Literally, probably forty or fifty families who are already engaged in uh, foster care in Crossroads, and and they were the they were the seeds, and in their hearing their stories, that really. Uh, provoked us as, as, as church leadership to say, let's do something bigger. And we, and we decided, you know, we want to we help change the face of foster care. And, and, and in a lot of ways, we're standing on the shoulders of what uh, the Luis Palau organization has done with lots of churches in Portland and in Vancouver for, for years have been engaged in this. And so we wanted to, to jump on into that and kind of stand on the shoulders and join forces with so many people who are trying just to help make the world a better place in the name of Jesus.
1: Pastor Daniel Fusco is the lead pastor of Crossroads Community Church. Pastor Daniel, do you think that we who are involved in our local churches, sometimes we are trying to reinvent the wheel and replicate things rather than join forces as much as we might be more efficiently able to do?
2: Well, I think... The reason we want to do it ourselves is because we have things that we're really, really passionate about. And so obviously when you join something as opposed to create it yourself, you don't have control over what it is or what it does, also the limitations of what it is. So we realize that as a Christian church, like we're interested in saying, hey, Jesus is real. Jesus came, he died, he rose again. Uh, And so when we join, we we often don't get the green lights to do the gospel proclamation side in the way that we would normally as a local church. And so there is some negotiation that goes on, but for us it's always, as long as we don't have to pretend like we're not Christian to do it, we're fine. And whatever the parameters are, I think that uh, the church re-engaging with local organizations and not-for-profits that are even of uh, a different ideas. I think it, just, it creates a, another way for the gospel to run forth, and that's through the building of relationships. So for me, it's we do a lot of things that are overt gospel proclamation. I mean, at Crossroads, we do good old-fashioned altar calls every Sunday and Wednesday at all of our gatherings. And so we are, we are unashamed to, to proclaim the gospel. But we also realize that if we can build relationships, uh, the one-on-one... Growing together of, of of friendship and if we 're really being salt and might we we 're going to share about it because we 're salt and might because of who Jesus is, and they 're going to ask and it, and in that context of friendship of people seeing self sacrificial service and shared passion, the gospel can run forth in a really powerful way, although it 's not uh, you know, uh, uh, to a congregation you know one on one evangelism interpersonal conversational evangelism is still very much the way that the church grows so i think we need to embrace it as a way to build relationships that can lead to gospel conversations but what i what also makes me nervous is when people don't want to do any good old-fashioned evangelism as well. And so I would say it's never an either-or. It's always a both-and. And if we can get mm. both sides of it, the demonstration and the proclamation, uh, in an unashamed way, I think that's the sweet spot of, of the New Testament teaching on what the, the people of God are meant to be in the world.
1: Like your predecessor, Pastor Bill Ritchie, your heart is just a beautiful thing to witness, Pastor Daniel Fusco of Crossroads Community Church and host of Jesus is Real Radio, weeknight at 6 on 93.9 KPDQ. Quick question for you, my musician friend. What's in your CD player? What do you like listening to right now?
2: Oh, good. So, you know my background as as a bass player, upright and electric bass. My my love is jazz music. It's been so. I've been on a very hardcore John Coltrane tear, uh, all of his different albums. I mean, there's so many errors of his music, uh, whether it was the hard bop stuff that he did with Miles and his early albums, or the more modal stuff of A Love Supreme, and then of course, uh, his more avant-garde, outside jazz uh, of his last quintet. Uh, I've just been listening to all of it, kind of uh, passionately, uh, religiously, so to speak, and uh, I can't move away from it yet.
1: Have you seen La La Land yet? I haven't seen it. Did you like it? Uh, I thought it was visually stunning. It was a modern take on an old-style movie. And being a jazz musician, I really think you'll enjoy a lot of the music in the movie La La Land.
2: I'll have to to go check it out
1: then, link. I think it's worth a rant. So, uh, Pastor Daniel Fusco, thank you so much for joining us today as the lead pastor of Crossroads Community Church on Northeast 70th Street, just west of I-205 in Vancouver. They're inviting you to Real TV's live taping party, Friday, June 9th at 7 p.m. to enjoy food and music and getting behind the scenes of a live taping of Real TV with Pastor Daniel Fusco. More information can be found on his website, danielfusco.com, spelled Daniel, F-U-S-C-O.com. You can also find out more at crossroadschurch.net and jesusisrealradio.com, all of which I will link up to truetalk800.com on the Difference Makers page. So on our way out, Pastor Daniel, thank you so much. Is there anyone to like to send a shout-out to? Oh, just
2: all of you out there. God bless you. And a big shout-out, of course, to our founding pastor, Crossroads Bill Ritchie, who I love so much. And when he hears this, he's going to laugh, that I shouted him out anyway.
1: (laughs) Glad to hear that. Don't forget, friends, Friday, June 9th, 7 p.m., Real TV's party of its live taping, food, music, fun, and Pastor Daniel Fusco, Crossroads Community Church, northeast 78th Street, just west of I-205 in Vancouver. And thanks so much for joining us on Difference Makers on True Talk 800